For as long as I, I can remember, I've been a daydreamer. I'm the type of person that when I'm in the shower, I have to think to myself, did I put conditioner on my hair? Or worse still, did I just wash my face with con conditioner? <laughs> Even as a child, I would always be dreaming of the next phase of life. Playing with younger children, I wanted to be a mom. When I was a teenager, I dreamed of being married. Living in my first small apartment, I dreamed of living in a home that was large, welcoming, and inviting, where many people came to visit and they left refreshed. In university, I dreamed of being a businesswoman, using my finances to help people in foreign nations create wealth and get out of poverty. I was intrinsically aware that I was made for something bigger than myself. Following after those dreams, at age 23, I was married, believing that this was how all my dreams would become a reality. Motherhood, hospitality, living out the calling that I felt God had placed on my life. As the years went by, my marriage became increasingly difficult. And I found myself caught up in a reality that never, ever, appeared in the visions and the dreams I had for my life. Miscarriage, infidelity, debt, divorce, hope deferred. Why was my life going in what seemed to be the opposite direction of the wonderful dreams that had lived in my heart from a very young age? As I read the Bible, I found examples of characters who seemingly lived the opposite of the dreams and the promises that God had placed in their lives. Joseph spent 13 years in prison, wondering if God had forgotten him. Yet in one hour, he went from being a prisoner to a prime minister. Daniel, well-educated, coming from a wealthy royal family, finds himself in Babylon as an exile yet he becomes a high-ranking government official, sought after for his wisdom and revelation, and he model, models faithfulness in a pagan culture. Moses wandered in the wilderness for 40 years as a fugitive, then overnight went from being a discouraged and downcast person to being a heroic deliverer. The things that felt so much part of who I was and the vision that I saw for my life were areas that seemed the opposite of what I was living. Dreams of motherhood, miscarriage, a strong sense of justice and family, infidelity, helping others to create wealth, debt. Fast forward some years and the Lord beautifully healed my heart, he restored my finances and he opened up many opportunities for me. Romans 8.28 was the verse that brought me through this time, knowing that God works all things together for his glory and for my good. Yet those big dreams in my heart didn't go away. The big vision I saw myself living was still there. I found my, myself suppressing it at times, thinking, it's impossible, it's just too big. I was forgetting a foundational truth, 
that we should not despise the day of small beginnings and we should be faithful to steward what we have in our hands. I settled for living in the small, the safe, the comfortable and the known. But that is not what we, created, we have been created for and my heart knew it. Sometimes we just need someone who's further along in the faith journey and wiser than us to help put things in perspective. And that person for me was someone who I love and respect so much and someone who many of you know, Marion Campbell. Glenn and Marion were the much loved leaders of this church some years ago. And I asked Marion if we could meet on a weekly basis to process the dreams and the vision I had in my heart. She challenged me to start paying more attention to details, to stop dreaming about something intangible, and to start taking steps, even small steps, to the things on my heart that seemed so big and sometimes safer to only dream about than actually step into. Marion encouraged me to learn the art of attaching details to vision so that it can become a reality. The wisdom, counsel, and direction she gave me shifted something in my heart and in my mind. I started to say, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Marion encouraged me to not feel guilty about the dreams God had placed in my heart, but to pursue them. I asked the Lord for words to encourage and strengthen me as I consciously started taking steps towards those big dreams. He gave me Isaiah 54 verses one to three. Sing, O barren one who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you will spread abroad to the right and to the left and your offspring will possess the nations and will people the desolate cities. And he gave me Psalm 16, verses six, eight, and 11. The lions have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. You have made known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I wrote those scriptures and a few others on post-it notes and I stuck them on the inside of my cupboard and I read them out daily. And when things seemed impossibly far from the big visions and dreams I have for my life, he reminded me, the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married. Enlarge the place of your tent. Expand, enlarge, a time of cutting back, being set apart, focusing, prioritizing, preparing. Stretch out your tent pegs, 
extend, stretch, hold out, influence, turn aside. When lockdown happened and I was confined to my small apartments and travel to other countries and nations seemed impossible, I would say out loud, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. You have made known to me the path of life in your presence. There is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And what started to happen? Exactly the truth I was speaking out and coming into agreement with. The verses started shaping my future and putting meat on the bones of the big dreams God had placed into my heart. They increased expectancy in me. They built me up. They gave me hope, they excited me, they strengthened me, and they built my faith. They set my eyes like flint before me in pursuing the things that I'm called to do. Those scriptures turned impossible into possible. Hearing them fortified my faith and they caused things to happen beyond what I could hope, think, or imagine. I found myself fulfilling a spiritual mothering role to many women. I stepped into opportunities that have stretched me and enlarged my sphere of influence and impact. I developed an even deeper desire to continue the lifelong learning that I've always engaged in so that I could be prepared to partner with God in all that He has prepared for me. I had a greater hunger to seek first the kingdom and its righteousness that Jesus taught, and to understand what that really means in practice and how to live that out as a hope bringer. And in that, I realized that establishing the kingdom of God on earth always, always, always brings hope. The kingdom of God is always increasing and is always victorious. I realize that I'm seated in heavenly places, I truly am, and that I'm called to be part of the mandate which Jesus came to establish, the kingdom of heaven on earth as it is in heaven. I know in the very depths of my being that the boundary lines have indeed fallen for me in pleasant places, that I have a delightful inheritance and that the Lord is always before me and I will not be shaken. He has made known to me the path of life and there is fullness of joy in his presence. So as you listen to my story, what is the Holy Spirit stirring in your heart? Are there dreams and visions that you've suppressed or maybe even allowed to die? Perhaps they felt too big and impossible Perhaps they even scared you. Maybe life happened and all you can do is focus on making it through today. Is the Lord asking you to dream again with Him? Those dreams that stir your heart and excite you are clues to the assignment that He is calling you to. I believe that today, God is wanting to reestablish dreams in your heart and restore places of broken dreams.
Do you maybe need to be intentional about seeking out a wiser, more experienced person to speak into your life, offering guidance and perspective? Or is there someone you know that could benefit from your wisdom? Is the Lord asking you to flex your faith muscle and take one step towards the vision He has given you for your life? Maybe plant one seed, agree with what He says, rather than what the physical and logical circumstances are screaming at you. Do you need to ask God for a specific word that restores hope in your heart and brings life to your dreams? I want you to bow your heads and let's take a moment and just have a conversation with the Lord and let Him speak to you. Let Him stir something in your heart that maybe died a long time ago. Maybe you suppressed those dreams. Maybe you thought they were impossible. But nothing is impossible with God. And He wants to restore to you those dreams and desires that He's placed in your heart. Father, I thank you for your deep love for every person in this room and watching online. Thank you that you have deposited dreams and visions in their heart when you knit them together in their mother's womb. Thank you that you are a good father who knows exactly what his children need. And as we delight ourselves in you, you give us the desires of our hearts. Jesus, will you speak to each and every person this morning, ignite and deposit new fire, new vision, and new hope in their hearts. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's stay in a place of receiving from the Lord as we worship Him together.